You are listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast. And despite what the title may lead you to believe, this is a podcast about the joys and challenges of being a professional PHP developer. Your hosts are three passionate developers who make a living coding and who live stream every week to discuss coding, projects, work, tech, and running a business. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Van Johnson, John Congdon, and Tom Rideout. It's December 1st, 2022, and you're listening to episode 313 of the PHP Ugly Podcast. We are three real-world, everyday developers who make a living with the PHP programming language. And if this is your first time watching us, hello and welcome. We live stream every Thursday night around 9 p.m. Pacific time. You, too, can participate in that live stream by joining us in our Discord channel, which really honestly makes up a good part of the show for us. Uh, if you're so interested, you can head over to discord.phpugly.com, where the three of us and a bunch of the listeners hang out throughout the week and have great conversations. Uh, let's see. What else do I have? I'm good at this. I've, I've done this for a while. <laughs> you... You can also subscribe to an audio version of the podcast on pretty much any podcasting service. We have a couple of sponsors of the show, HoneyBadger.io and Cloudways. And as always, we owe a huge thanks to our Patreon supporters on Patreon. We'll talk more about all that a little later in the show. But for now, allow me to introduce myself. I am your humble host, Eric Van Johnson. And with me tonight is John Congdon. I am ready to embarrass myself tonight. <laughs> and Tom right out. I am ready to not embarrass myself tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, this should make for an in- interesting, uh, interesting show. It's a real uh, twist cool. on our normal cool. formula. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. How, how's everybody week? How's everybody's week this week? Tom, let's start with you. Past you get two called weeks. In HR this week. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. We had a we had a whole holiday there, didn't we? Past two weeks. Yeah, uh, doing pretty good. Keeping very busy. Uh, it's you know managing or architecting a project. Sometimes you just have these days where you don't get any coding done. You're just doing reviews. You're doing architecture stuff. You're keeping charts up to date and. I am mm-hmm. I am trying to stay accustomed to that and comfortable with that, but sometimes I get to the end of the day and I'm just like, I've done nothing. I hate this so, so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but the project's going smooth, too smooth. Uh, had a had a meeting with a PM and they said I'm I'm worried because nothing's gone horribly wrong. And I was like, I hey, same boat. Nothing's horribly wrong. Don't know why. Uh, it is. I- Deeply concerning, but I thought you were supposed to be uh, doing PM. I'm doing I'm doing about. some project management work, but I'm not the official PM here. So, okay, seeing as I've I've only been here a couple months, uh, so yeah, just uh, keeping keeping busy or apparently busy and uh, living in fear of the future. <laughs> the next <laughs> the next two weeks are going to be pretty chaotic. But uh, it's coming together really nicely. I'm I'm very happy with this project. Chaotic what's, work what's the, work-wise or because of the holidays? Just or because both. of the timeline. It's a very sharp timeline. Uh, I have a January release date 
for this project and it's mm. got a lot of big refactoring stuff in it. So it's, it's a tight deadline. Everyone's sort of scrambling to make sure we hit it. We're working on bringing in other teams to work on stuff in parallel. So that's gotta be hard, especially with holidays coming up, knowing that people take time off usually. Yes. Very. <laughs> I, I'm pushing all of my holiday time off to uh, my birthday uh, in February, early February. Cool. How about you, John? Uh, mostly great. I mean, it was a great holiday week weekend. You know, it's lots of family time, which was fantastic. Uh, got to spend time with, with my kids. We do dates with the kids. So we just like my wife takes one, I take the other and then vice versa. Just a good time. Uh, until we hit today and you got, uh, today is release day and I'm on call on Thursdays. And of course things go bad. <laughs> uh, it was just a, a database issue and we still don't know why, uh, restarting MySQL on the replica fixed all the issues, but it took us an hour to get to that point. Like it's hard to just restart a database server service, mm. you know, worrying about taking things out, messing up inserts and, you know, cross fingers that nothing broke when we did that, but got up and running. Well, I enjoyed and- my holiday weekend. Oh, actually I'm a little disappointed. Well, first off a uh, big shout out to my Spanish speaking kid in discord for the usf hat this was my thanks for helping them with all their python homework so got a new hat and i'm still wearing my hat so i feel like i have a little explaining to do because i started wearing the hat about six months ago about six months ago i started wearing hats because my hair started growing out. And if you know me, I've always had very, very short hair, if hair at all. Like I, I there were, there was a long time there where I'd just be completely bald. Uh, and that, that was by design. <laughs> <laughs> but about six months ago, I stopped cutting my hair. Well, I didn't, I mean, it wasn't like a, a con, it's nothing I decided to do. I just realized like time had la- elapsed and more time had elapsed. And, Next thing I knew, I had like a little hair, so I started wearing hats, and eventually it kind of became one of these things like, well, how long can I grow my hair? Like, I haven't had long hair since like high school, and so I kind of let it go for a while, and it's gotten like pretty long. I mean, you know, if you know, they're like, this is a lot of hair for me, and I was looking forward to having it cut off last week. The family decided that, because I, I said, I'm cutting my hair. I'm tired of it. I'm going to cut my hair. So I was I was going to cut it off last week. And the family said, well, wait for us all to be there. And <laughs> it's a big will, event. We will, all, because we want to go through phases. My one kid wants to see how, how I look with a comb over. So she wants to, they want to shave the top of my head completely off and, you know, see if we can do a comb over and, you know. <laughs> We have some things. We have some designs we want to work through. And it ended up not happening. So now I'm debating. It's like, do I want to try to push through to Christmas? I don't know if I do or not. But uh, Beck, my wife, 
mentioned getting Christmas hats for me, like kind of like what she did for me for Halloween, do the same thing, but with hats for Christmas. So I think, okay, if I have Christmas hats, maybe I'll just go ahead and push through to Christmas. But this is a lot of hair for me, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, man. First world problems. Um, exactly. Uh, real happy. as Professionally, pretty happy. Uh, pretty excited. We're working through um, the kind of project that I've been working on for a while where it's kind of a uh, sink or swim situation where we're going to throw some load testing at it and see what it takes to break it. And I kind of have my hopes up probably not. <laughs> I have no reason to be too excited about it, but I just like this part of me feels like it, it's going it, to, it can take a lot of requests and I'm looking forward to see what it can actually take. Uh, that's a big thing for for the client that we developed this piece for is they, they really wanted to be able to handle a, a, a lot of a big load. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. When are you planning on doing that? Any timeline? Yeah, this week would have been good, but uh, <laughs> probably next week. Uh, it's a bit to, late in the week. I need to reach out to you. It's a bit late in the week to to get that going. Yeah, yeah. John, yes. I don't know how it's going for you, but for me personally, this transition from Diego Dev to PHP Architect has been an exciting one. And one of the things I looked forward to uh, for the transition is that, like, the swag we wear, like, the you know, I'm wearing my PHP Architect shirt, John's wearing his, I have my hat, I always wear my hat. Again, I'm wearing a lot of hats. I always wear my hat to the dog park. And to me, it's very obvious what we are. And I just can't win with company names. So with Diego Dev, nobody knew what Diego Dev was. They thought we were we were we were construction developers for for you know buildings and they thought our name was Die God for our email address and I mean it just never worked out. So with PHP Architect, I'm like, all right, this is clear. This is clear. We absolutely know what we're doing. And sure enough, somebody comes over to me at the dog park yesterday. He says, so uh, how long have you been an architect? I'm like, huh? Oh, I'm not an architect. I'm a developer. He goes, oh, developer. Okay. And you know, he walks away. I'm like, yeah, that guy thinks I build houses again. Damn it, he thinks I build houses <laughs> So, no, yeah. I work with concrete <laughs> classes. <laughs> no, so, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to fix ground, it. I just don't know how to ground fix up it. Greenfield Solutions. It's not a, these are all programming things, right? <laughs> oh, that's funny. I didn't even think about that part, but that that's always been the, the same thing. Diego Dev. When you when I said developer, they th- thought the same thing. Yeah. housing developments of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there was just no way, no way around it. So yeah. Next, but next company name is going to be web software engineers. <laughs> web software, Cody type, type yeah. people. That's how, that's how we ended up with American steel and us oil. <laughs> um, but we did have some exciting stuff happen. Uh, well, 
thanks to John, and thanks to John for making me look like an idiot, I guess. But what did I do? Uh, just pointed yeah, at him and said, "Watch." Call for papers. Call for papers for PHP Tech wrapped up. Uh, we are December first, so they had officially wrapped up yesterday at midnight Eastern time. Now was, I guess they wrapped up. Yep, it's Eastern. Ah. Now I guess they've wrapped up again 16 minutes later because John decided to extend it for a day. And uh, PHP Tech call for papers is uh, is it a wrap, John? It's, a, it's, a, it's officially closed. I can't believe how many submissions we've gotten. I've been going through them and just within the past week, like a week ago, I, we're doing a very simple evaluation right now where we've asked a bunch of people to go in give thumbs up, thumbs down, just real quick evaluations. We're not doing an official choosing a schedule at this point. And I finished my lineup a week ago, got to a hundred percent. And then all of a sudden I'm down to like 70%. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> and it turns out there was a ton of submissions within the past week. I am super excited about so many of them. Yeah. It, it's going to be a it's not only the- great conference. Yeah, not only not only the submissions that that we we got a lot of submissions because that that was a real stress point for us when we did wave is like, are we going to get enough talks? Are we going to get enough talks? And this one, it was like, all right, cool, we got a lot of talks, but it's the topics, it's the it's the, I mean, just you know, seeing some of the people who submitted, which I guess only you and I can see right now, right? Uh, I, I can see it. Yeah, it's, man. Oh, I, I can't I, see I, who I'm blown away. I'm very excited. Very excited by it, but um, yeah. So tech is is marching forward. We got some got some sponsors, which we'll start queuing up some tweets on that. Hoping hoping to lock down a few more sponsors uh, soon. But if you yeah. if you work for a company that does anything with PHP development, please reach out to us and let us know. We won't tell yeah. you. We won't tell your company that you told us to come bang on their door, but. We 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 will would appreciate any referrals for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I can think of one. Yeah, they sponsor lots of like podcasts and stuff. I've been trying to get our foot in that door for a while. Yeah, I'm working on it. Yeah. Wow. You yeah. Did, did you guys know Spotify was down this week? No, no. I don't use it. I, I cannot develop if Spotify is down. It was a horrible thing. Well, that's to, this week is their big uh, year in review thing too, where they they tell yeah. you the music you listen to as if you weren't the person listening to it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I know. You listen to this a lot. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I never got into Spotify. I don't know. My my new thing. I've always have like YouTube in the top corner over here where it's just playing stuff, and then if I want music, I. Just switch over to YouTube Music and just let that play. I use yeah. I sometimes I use my uh, my Echo device, and boy, that that just has been a slow downhill march. Uh, I think about oh, yeah, really? about a week ago, if I would say play music from this artist, it would say uh, you know playing songs from this artist, and then it changed without reason or notification to saying playing music from this and similar artists. It's like, that is not what I asked for <laughs> at, at all. See, I can't do that because I, 
when I sit here, I feel so uncomfortable if I don't have my noise canceling headphones on. It's odd. So I couldn't listen to music that way. Hmm. Like, mm. I almost feel like more comfortable just having them on. I almost feel like I should wear them all the time, like going to bed. <laughs> no, not really. Mm. Yeah, I, I still can't wear mine all the time. Like, I, I like it, and I definitely get into a zone. But then I'm like missing, like I feel like I'm, you know, missing somebody trying to talk to me, or I'm missing the dog trying to go outside, or there's always something, something happening that that needs to be addressed that um, I'm just not taking care of. So, see, that's why, that's why, that's why I wear them so that I can just tune everything out. Must be nice to have that type of life there, John. What can I say? (laughs) Doesn't matter. We wouldn't hear you. What in the world Uh-oh. is that? That's probably not good. I'm on call. No, no, no. I don't know what that was. I was trying to mute my watch because it kept making noises. Every time somebody posted on Discord, my watch was dinging, so I was trying to mute <laughs> it. So I probably screwed that up somehow. That's uh, definitely a first world problem. That would be. Talking about uh, a lot of first world problems today. All right. I said I was going to embarrass myself. And and I will. Uh, looking back at my stats for the last week, I have walked over thirty miles in the past seven days. So your par- because, parachute gave out? Well, no, no that that would be a better reason to walk. I started playing this stupid game because of some stupid PHP developers making me do the stupid thing. Playing Pokemon Go. Oh gosh! <laughs> and I, I've been wanting to get back into shape anyway. I let myself go. I was drinking way too much, so Pokemon go. So I started doing this. I started walking today. Started doing a little bit of jogging. It's I feel better, drinking less, getting more exercise, and all because of the stupid game. You got a Charmander too. <laughs> Did you really walk thirty miles in? You really yeah. walked thirty miles this past week? Yeah, yeah. I find oh, myself, yeah. I find myself getting out in the morning. I'm like getting the walking the kids to school, which is a mile each way with the dogs. Lunchtime, I try to get out, and I'm walking up to uh, the local shopping center, which is a mile away. So that's a couple more miles. Sometimes at night, I go again. I take the dogs, and I walk there up toward, towards the school. So I get three, four miles in that way. So yeah, just crazy. Yeah. I guess if you get five miles in a day, that's, it's not that hard to do, huh? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, while you've, while you've achieved a new high, I've got a record low percentage. I've walked less than a, less than a mile in, in a month. And <laughs> that's not good. No, it's that bad. In a month? <laughs> Well, I had to. I had to have the refrigerator moved closer. Obviously, I mean, I know how often you go to the bathroom. That had to be at least a mile right there. Come on. Uh, I mean, if you move the bucket <laughs> once every three days, it's much much less travel. So we we talked about it a little bit, uh, and it just never came back up. But one of the things that Tom was. You know, thought about 
when the new Apple Watches came out, Tom, you talked a lot about the crash detection, right? Yeah, my friend gets it uh, triggered all the time. Roller coasters? Uh, no, he uh, likes to smack his wife's butt whenever she bends over just slightly. and <laughs> That sets it off? Uh, he is an aggressive, large man. What? That really sets it off? Yeah, he's, like I said... I- I've I've been hit once or twice. It's a it's a memory. I feel bad for his wife, but <laughs> I guess roller coasters have been setting. It yeah, up. it's been a small problem. So, yeah, yeah. I did not hear that. The, the slapping your your wife or the roller coasters? Both. <laughs> oh yeah, the the roller coasters, on the butt. Let's uh, be clear, yeah, slapping her on the butt. He's but, yeah. He's yeah. not going like straight across the face and causing a car crash. I, I don't. I don't know if 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 he if he's slapping her hard enough where the watch wants to alert the police. It still might be too much, <laughs> no matter where it's at. It's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah, could be wrong, but kind of where I'm at. All right, are you guys feeling old yet? Oh God, every day. Yes. Why? PHP seven. There is no PHP seven. It is officially, officially retired. To be fair, I was on PHP 4 years after it was end of life, so. <laughs> Doesn't mean a whole lot. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag humble brag. <laughs> it means you haven't kept up to date with PHP is what it means. It does mean a lot, but. It just seems like yesterday we were, we were happy to get PHP 7, but yeah. Done. I'm kind of surprised we didn't get a, a two month bump on support because of the issues with 8.2. Yeah, but 8 and 8.1 have been out for so long. There's no reason to hold back on 7 being end of life. That's true. If you're going straight from 7.4 to 8.2, I mean, which I am currently, but that's beside <laughs> the point. <laughs> You've had a long time to get to 8 first just my thoughts yeah you know it's it's a sad day but uh what are you gonna do i mean you can you can decide to support 7.4 yourself i think there are some uh companies that will support 7.4 moving forward for their customers but uh, i mean it's not going it's not going away right no the if if there was a serious security flaw found i'm sure there would be pack patches made but nobody's compiling php themselves anymore or very few people so would probably be a pain in the butt to get it well i don't know the the red hats red hat decided not to include uh specific versions of php anymore they've got some weird new approach to older versions of php that seems to be upsetting people. Really? Yeah. Um, I had a ticket here for it uh, somewhere. Let me dig. Um, while you're, well, while you're while, looking for that, go ahead, John. Something I learned about, uh, and I should just include a link to it here, uh, because of our call for speakers, somebody is trying to uh, re- what am I trying to say? Not redefine, but redesign PHP. So it's still PHP under the hood, but it's like a transpiled language. 
It's called THT, the Hypertext Toolkit. THT. And it's changing the syntax like drastically, but it, I guess it compiles down to PHP. What? You're, THC, you're talking crazy talk. THC is not just a transpiler for new syntax. It's also a runtime layer that improves nearly every aspect of PHP. Oh, there's that link. I like it. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I mean, literally five minutes before we started recording, I saw this. So I know nothing about it. I haven't tried it. Uh, the person who de- designed or is developing this submitted to a talk to PHP tech. And he says, really? granted it's still in beta, but PHP developers, developers may want to know about it. Here's a quick look. It looks like JavaScript. That's, that was my first thought too. Like it does, but that brings, yeah. while you're looking at that, that brings up a good question. I saw this on Twitter as well. How do you feel about the dollar sign to define variable names? It's fine. You know, I never really gave it much thought, honestly. I, I mean, I guess, I, like I said, I've been doing some Python coding uh, with my Spanish-speaking kid, and I kind of forgot that they don't, other languages, not all languages use dollar signs. So I was, I was looking at one of our videos on PHP Architect, uh, and somebody asked that, like, have they have they finally gotten rid of the dollar sign for variable names? And I'm like, what? That's even a huh? like a question, or that's people actually care about that. And I think I've just been developing so long that, I mean, even basic, which is where I started, use dollar signs, right? So I, that's all I know, and I haven't really thought much about it until they brought that up, <clears throat> and then I saw this video. Lex Fridman on PHP programming and they, they end up talking about it and he's talking to somebody who is like, well, here's where it came about and why there's a, why the dollar sign is so ubiquitous in programming. And I thought it was very interesting really coming from like uh, shell scripts back in the day. I don't, I don't know if this is uh, coming through. I don't see, uh, we don't need to play it. I mean, on the show, but yeah. oh, you know who that is? That's that's the creator of Python. That's uh, Guido or 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 Guido or the Guido. This is that's the creator of Python right there. Is, is it really? I'm, yeah, I'm pretty pretty sure. Doesn't it tell you? No, I don't know. It doesn't tell you anything. Oh, yes, it does. Guido Guido Van Razum is the creator of the Python programming language. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, what? So, so what does he say about it? Because Python doesn't have dollar sign. Wait, they're no. talk, they they're honestly talking PHP. Yeah, well, they end up talking about various languages and especially why the dollar sign has become part of programming. But it, it, it's more of that. I just never thought about it. It's it's just how like I like it being there. It to me, it makes mm-hmm. it more readable. Uh, mm-hmm. knowing that it's a variable, but I guess not everyone feels the same way. I and, like it. And A Woods in, in Discord 
doesn't like the backslash and namespace operators. And I'm curious why you thought that I've never had an issue with that one either. Yeah. <laughs> like separating out the namespace. Oh, cause it might look like a comment. Now in stereo. I think that, I think I got you. I got, I think I got that fixed. Sorry about that guys. <laughs> oh, what happened? You had me mono or in one. No, I, one I had you. Yeah. I was playing when I started playing the, the browser. Uh, uh, I was trying to see if I could get the audio through it, but whatever. You should be all fixed now. Yeah. Uh, so wait, somebody had problems. Oh, I see. A Woods. The dollar sign variable doesn't bother me, but the backslash for the namespace operator, that's the worst. I'm curious why that. So that, that, le- that leads into the next video that I found, which is naming things in code. Naming things I, in code. I've had the worst problem with this recently. What do you mean naming things in code? Just just variable names in general, like how to name things, where to where to put code. Yeah. Uh, and it was another just interesting watch in almost like a history lesson in code. And, you know, even within our magazine, we have one of our writers who often uses R for repository, I for interface. And mm. it's just, that's an... In kind of an older school way of doing things, uh, I know Java does that a lot, or thought, Java developers do that a lot. I thought Java was the infinitely long names for everything. They do, yeah, that as it's well, one or the other. But but no, nowadays there's no need for it, and I like what this person said about it in the sense that we have much better typing now. We don't develop on narrow monitors most of us have widescreen monitors for that matter and it, the the length of the line doesn't matter right you can name things we have autocomplete within our IDEs there's no reason to use abbreviations one letter variable names so just an just now. yeah just an interesting watch overall i had an interesting issue with with the big project i'm working on which is that we're doing a sort of a big refactor for what we call organizations. And the the meeting that was going to discuss uh, what do we name this new thing that's replacing organizations was an absolute headache. Because we actually already had a 2.0. So there was actually a legacy system called Organizations. Mm-hmm. And then there was a new system called Org 2.0. And I'm working on what is called the 4.0 version. And I just didn't want to use the word organization at all. Wanted to just strip it out and say, this is the new thing, new product, new thing. And have you ever tried to come up with a synonym for organization? No, but I would argue that's not a great idea to change it. Well, if you, why, you sound like you're coming from experience. I'm a month and a half yeah. in it now. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, just when you go down the road of DDD, which I am not good at, I am hoping to get some good talks at PHP tech on DDD. So many. But you should mirror the language that is used within the business. And if the business calls it an organization, 
you should probably use that within your code. But I understand where you're coming from, where it's overused or used the wrong way in the code. And now you're going to have the old stuff that's called an organization that may not be correct. And then the new yeah. stuff. So while it's not easy. I, I settled on institution, yeah. uh, which by reading the room, everyone hated and still hates. Sounds crazy. Yeah. So, so you're using institution in the code, but the business people are going to call it an organization. Uh, actually, I'm calling it an institution in on the business side as well, uh, and sort of declaring that it has to be different because we have tools that are just called manage organization. Uh, we can't have a manage organization two or three or four. It, it has to be considered a different product mentally for the people who are managing it because we are supporting the older system and the new system. So when someone is using the new product, it really is a different product and they have to think of it that way. That'll be inter- interesting to see how that goes in the future. Like, does it stick? Cause yeah. changing, changing employees like vernacular and how they deal with things is not, Easy to do. Yeah, I know. Well, speaking of new products, let's pay some bills. We'd like to thank our partner, Cloudways. We love coding, but managing the server that code runs on can be time-consuming and error-prone. Cloudways offers peace of mind and flexibility so you can focus on growing your business instead of dealing with server management. With Cloudways, you get an optimized stack, managed servers, backups, staging environment, integrated Git, pre-configured composer, 24-7 support, and a choice of five cloud providers, AWS, DigitalOcean, Linode, Google Cloud, and Vulture. Cloudways helps you spend less time managing servers and more time doing what you really want, coding. Simplifying cloud deployment by managing one account and not multiple accounts across multiple cloud platforms. You also see the monthly cost for running your servers, so there's no surprise. Cloudways has all the tools you need to manage your server right there in their interface, or simply SSH into the machine yourself. Sign up for Cloudways today using the promo code PHPARCH, that's P-H-P-A-R-C-H, and get a 20% discount for three months. Or just visit phparch.com forward slash cloudways. That's phparch.com forward slash cloudways. Thank you, Cloudways. Thank, Thank you, Cloudways. cloudways. Uh, Tom, circling back a little bit on your issue, I can actually, I think I can, I can top you on that. Uh, not to whine and complain too much about clients because they do pay our bills, but and I'm very happy. But we we actually had a client that wanted to review the name, the variable names we were using in the application because it Elon? certain names meant certain things in their industry and they wanted to see what variable name, make sure we were using the right variable names to describe things. It's like, what? It's, it's the code. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't know <laughs> any of it. You know? So just print out the tokenized version, run the JIT, run the JIT <laughs> compiler and, and, God, what a great Get the tokenized version and send it to him. <laughs> the the, so, the abstract the abstract syntax tree. Yeah. AST nice. Uh, you you brought up DDD, John. That was so DDD 
uh, we we got a lot of DDD for for PHP Tech, um, a lot of talks in DDD, which I'm excited about. Uh, and I, I'm lumping event sourcing in with that to a Maybe point, not yeah. correctly, but but I am got a good amount of uh, Laravel talks, which which I'm happy about. <sighs> um, just some a lot of just so many exciting talks. I'm I'm really looking forward to. But this. I don't use Laravel anymore, so it's hard for me to get excited. Well, get excited about all the other talks. <laughs> I'm, no, <laughs> I am. Be, it's not a it's not a Laravel specific conference, it, but Laravel will be there for sure. So we've we've closed we closed call for papers. Uh, are we still doing blind early bird for a little bit, or what's the what's the plan here? What's the what's what are the timelines we're looking at here? So we get the the not easy task now of choosing the the schedule for PHP Tech. How long is that going to take? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I would like to say in a week or two. Let's say two, two weeks. And then we, uh, once we establish the schedule, blind early bird goes away, right? That's the whole point is right now you can save money. If you know you're going to go to tech, no matter what, buy your ticket now, because as soon as we announce the schedule, prices will go up. Uh, and I can tell you from the presentations or the, the submissions, it's going to be amazing. There's going to be great speakers, great topics. If you have any interest in going to the conference, buy now. <laughs> yeah, and we—that's we, something else that I've been a little surprised. We—we've we, gotten some some purchases. Yeah, we got way more than I thought we'd get at this point. So I'm excited. Yeah, we, we can um, we can be clear here that Kanye is not going to be there. He's Con, Kanye West isn't invited. He's not coming. Oh yeah, he, he's he's invited. I'm not going to say no if he. Buys oh, a ticket. okay. So you haven't followed. I guess he's bringing. It, yeah, you haven't followed yeah, the news this morning because uh, no, he's definitely not invited. Oh, <laughs> if he buys a ticket, I can't make him not go. Yeah, you can. You're going to. As long as he, you would have as, to. As, as long as he doesn't <laughs> violate the coc, he has. Yeah, he, he will. He, he, he did today <laughs> several times. Was was today the Alex Jones? Yes. Thing? Yeah, that's oh. bad. I hope somebody, I hope somebody gets him some help because I really feel like he's he's having some sort of mental episode and he needs some. I guess to I step in. I guess I need to look at the latest news because I don't watch the news. I have no clue what's yeah. going on. It might be better that way, to be quite honest. I mean, I've, I wish I didn't know what was going on. I've happen. been following a series of blankisgoinggreat.com websites, like twitterisgoinggreat.com or uh, uh, web3.0isgoinggreat.com, because uh, they just really summarize the dumpster fires that have been going on all over the internet. Uh, but... Yeah, it's been a rough uh, rough day for pop stars. All right, you brought up Twitter. Let's talk about Twitter. First thing, let me ask you a question. Do you think Twitter's dying? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard hard to say. It definitely seems to be dying amongst developers. I don't mean it's dying, like, popularity-wise. I mean the company is going to run out of money and Twitter is going to close its doors. You know, I got to be honest with you. Had you had you said that a year ago, uh, maybe two years ago, I would say, no, nah, there's no way. But then 
I was thinking about today is like, man, how many things have died that I, I thought would like never die? Like Flash, yeah. Adobe Flash, or AOL. It's like there's no way they're too big. It's like everybody uses AOL. There's no way they can. Yeah, AOL AOL bought Yahoo. Also died. <laughs> I was like, that died, that died yeah. as well. Uh, Dig died. Uh, slash okay. dot, which I thought was going to be a forever product because flash you know low. That, I think. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of stuff that we we think is never going to die, and <clears throat> I've never seen a product get ruined to the point where I would say no one will buy it. Hmm. Um, where like when dig basically lost out to Reddit, somebody bought dig and sort of refactored and rebuilt it and gave, tried to give it a new spin. Um, a Yahoo hmm. still technically exists. People don't use it, but it, uh, it's part of a media conglomerate that maintains it. But like Twitter, uh, totally. I could just see it within a year just saying like, yeah, closing the doors, kicking everyone out, can't maintain it. And it's funny because uh, you, you see so many people, especially again, we talk, we're talking about developers who are like, you know, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm not, go- I'm not moving over to Mastodon. And I'm like, I shouldn't say that because that's actually really kind of lit right now. Like it is what Twitter was 10 years ago. I mean, there's there's so many people have gotten over to Mastodon, a Mastodon instance. So keep in mind, it's not one place. It's a decentralized uh, uh, social platform. Which makes it which harder takes, to understand at times. Right. It takes some wrapping your head around. Like, like again, I talked about Spotify dying earlier this week. And, and this has become habit for me. Like, if something's not responding, the first thing I do is go to Twitter and see if people are talking about it. And I'm not sure how to do that on Mastodon. And I'm not sure that visibility is on Mastodon yet. Like, I just don't know if it's there. But I am really digging Mastodon. And matter of fact, I like it so much. I, uh, uh, Ben uh, Ramsey and I were talking about it. I, w- I was on... So Ben Ramsey has one of the, the most popular Mastodon instances of the PHP community, which is phpc.social. Uh, I sent the invite out to it uh, uh, probably a dozen times on the show. Really encourage people to go over. Th- and, and if you haven't, I, I'm still encouraging you to go over there. They, they even had to stop accepting new accounts for a while because they, were, they had outgrown their server so quickly and they had to do some scaling um, so that was the thing, but Ben Ram- Ramsey and I were talking about it and he was, you know, I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I kind of want to spin one up for PHP architect, but I'm not like, I don't want like a commercial entity, you know, Mastodon instance. And you know, he, he actually talked me into it in the sense that he was like, Hey, you know, but that's different. Like having, having that be, where people who are associated with PHP Architect have their identity and, you know, they can contribute to other Mastodon instances. You can still co- contribute to, you know, the PHP, uh, PHPC.social one. But, you know, it, it makes sense from that. And also it makes sense from, like, um, a business perspective as far as, like, PHP Architect. You know, we have... We have a Twitter account, but it's never been verified. 
right? So it's like, but now it's just eight dollars now. Hosting our own, if we're hosting our own Mastodon instance, it's kind of like you know verification on steroids at that point. And then I think his final words is. Anything to get you out of my life, Eric, I would encourage you to do. <laughs> how, do I, how do I get you off PHPC and not social? So, I, 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 so not only did I spin one up, which was you know, kind of fun, because I was looking for a service. It's funny because the service <laughs> that he uses for PHPC, they sh- they, they're like, hey, we're not taking any more accounts. Like, we're, we're, we're peaked. I mean, I have no more hardware. I've got I've to figure this out. So, they shut down. So... It's open source. You can spin up your own. So I just spin up our own account. And uh, I'm not sure what I'm going to do with it. Uh, I'm on it. I did a migration from PHPC over to um, phparch.social. And it wasn't too bad. Uh, I didn't, you know, I would have liked to move my, my toots or, you know, that's what they call tweets on Mastodon. Um, but... I, I yeah you know, I created so I created uh, Mastodon accounts for tech. I created Mastodon accounts. I, I created a general one, which again on Twitter it was PHP Arch, but I didn't want PHP Arch at PHP social because in the in the Fediverse, which is where Mastodon lives, you have to have your you add your domain to the username that explains where your home base is. So it knows to go to phparch.social to look up Eric. So I didn't want to do phparch at phparch.social, so I ended up doing hello at phparch.social. I'm not sure if I'm happy with that, but tech was easier. Tech went really nice, actually. It was tech at phparch.social. Well, so right now it's just employees. Uh it's not it's not open for anybody to, to join. If I can keep it up and running for a week, I might open it up to uh, contributors to like the magazine or if you're a speaker or anything like that. And if I can keep it up for I don't know six months, <laughs> and I need to upgrade it too. It's it's already it's already, I, I actually installed an older version, so I need to get it upgraded. If I get it upgraded, I don't know. Have you figured? Maybe, it? Have you figured out the feder the federation piece where like messages flow between the the multiple instances? So, uh, see what do I want to say? Ben told me not to worry about that. He's like um, because essentially what it is is the way we're using it. So since it's not like a general place for people to go on and and, and like look for streams. We're using it as an identity source, right? So, like, you go on, you're still following your people on all your other uh, servers, right? So that populates your timeline. Fine. I mean that that's all that all works. So if I follow your, let's say I follow Ramsey's account on PHP Social, I will see it on our PHP Arch mm-hmm. instance. Yep. Yep. It's funny because I, I was on PHP uh, social, uh, phpc.social for, I don't know, four or five years. It's, it's, it's been a while. I, I got on a couple of years ago. Um, and I, I never really bothered to keep track of who was following me because I, it's just, I, it's, 
it wasn't clear to me how to track that and, and nobody followed me. I mean, there was, there wasn't that many people on there when I migrated, I looked at my followers and I'm like, Holy crap. There's so many people here. Like there's <laughs> so many people following me that, that are like big names in the PHP community. I'm just like, you know, follow back, follow back, follow back, follow back, follow back, follow back. <laughs> just going, going up the line. Now, so, so my, my stream now is looking I, good. But did you did you migrate all that over to your PHP Arch account? Or is you still right. on your PHP social account? PHP So what you do is uh, there, there's a way to migrate it. So what happens is I first thing I go to I think I think the pattern is you go to PHP C and you say are you go to PHP Architect dot social, PHP Arch dot social and say, hey, I'm going to migrate an account to this account and you like you prep your profile for that. Then you go over to PHPC and you say, I want to migrate this account to another account. You put in that information and it just can't. So all it does is moves all your followers over and anybody who is following you on PHPC.social are automatically following you on PHPArch.com. Interesting. <laughs> So all your followers, they don't have to update their stuff. It just automatically gets updated. And if they go to your profile on phpc.social, it says, hey, this account has been moved to phparch.social. <laughs> and you just go over there. So one thing I did, and I'm going to encourage people to think of honestly about doing this. Um, when I ha- created my account on phpc.social, uh, I used my handle Showcom for the same reason I use Showcom everywhere. It's an easy account for me to grab. Nobody uses it. Eric, on the other hand, very tough to get hat to, to grab. Eric Johnson, not that much easier. <laughs> and even Eric Van Johnson is a difficult uh, uh, handle to get a uh, username to get. PHP Social, boom, Eric. You know. But when I was going through, when I was going through the people who were following me, there are still people like using their handles that I don't didn't recognize their handles from Twitter. So I'm like, I don't know who this person is, but they're following me, so I kind of want to follow them, but I don't want to like dirty up my my timeline, so I don't know if I should be following them. And yeah, it's all thing. So Discord and I want to know how much your Mastodon instance is costing. So I spun it up on DigitalOcean. Um, so it's the server is what, what I'm paying for. And I probably went bigger than I needed to, be, to go because I looked at the service. And for the service, I was willing to pay about 30 bucks a month. And so that's what I spun up on the server. I'm like, okay, well, I'll pay 30 bucks a month at DigitalOcean. And, and that was actually a pretty big box for DigitalOcean. So especially for, I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe if we open it up to subscribers one day, maybe that won't be that big of a box. But yeah, so I'm paying thirty bucks a month. But I mean, you can hell, you can run it on a Raspberry Pi if you're if you're doing like your your a family Mastodon account. I don't think there's a whole lot to it. Now, as as much as I appreciate what Mastodon is doing, it does have that weird barrier to entry. And you were saying, like, when you want to know what's up with something, you go to Twitter. And that's where you'll like find out, hey, that is this service really down or what? But I'll tell you what my kids do. They go to Discord. 
and Discord. I thought you. I thought you were leading into Honey Badger, man. I'm like, all right, this guy's gonna like queue up Honey Badger for me. <laughs> oh, I, I forgot. Dis- Discord <laughs> is positioned very well to take over Twitter's place because it. Oh, I don't know if I agree. It with that. does have that uh, at server naming convention that Mastodon has. So I'm definitely like Tom in our Discord channel, and I'm flagged as an administrator. So like the things I say are higher priority in our Discord channel. The only issue is that Discord, to sort of interact in any way, you have to join someone else's server, which brings in all this other garbage with it. All of the different sub-channels they've created, all of the different users and all that stuff. And if you were to take that out of it and say that when the owner of a server comments and you're subscribed to that server, then you get that as a main thread. And people responding to it are threaded as comments underneath it i don't know i don't know if i agree with you first thing have, yeah. you, have you tried using threads in Discord? oh it's not great you lose conversations all yeah the time. not great threads in slack i've started using all the time and they've gotten much better mm-hmm. but really twitter is just a threaded slow chat room and i like the idea of adding in the okay. server or the domain to the system because it is, like you said, a sort of a self-validating way of doing things. Um, yeah, I guess I see, see Discord as more of an echo chamber than I would a Mastodon. It is. It is an echo chamber, but it's because of the way that you're forced to interact with people that you're not subscribed to. If you change that, and Discord has a huge amount of monetization functionality. They've got Nitro, and uh, just yesterday they introduced a new, like, Patreon-style tier system that you can implement in your own Discord server. So they've got a ton of uh, motion, you know, horizontal motion they could take to sort of take over Twitter. All right, let me get get our other sponsor uh, out of the way, because we do appreciate them. This is is one we we also pay for, so I, I... I do like Honey Badger. This episode of PHP Ugly is sponsored by HoneyBadger.io, the web developer's secret weapon. HoneyBadger offers exception, uptime, and cron monitoring all in one place, and it is easily installed into your web application. Deploy with confidence and be your team's DevOps hero. Their list of features can fit a team of any size. Are you just starting out? Have a fantastic free plan for life that you can use while your traffic is low. Are you an established business? Perfect. You should have a system in place to alert you to errors in real time, not finding out when your web visitors complain, if they ever do. In addition, their third-party integrations will let you connect some of the most commonly used alerting services so that you can know at a moment's notice if things go wrong. Head over to honeybadger.io to sign up for a free account to get started. And while you are listening to a PHP podcast, HoneyBadger supports so many languages, including Ruby, JavaScript, Elixir, Python, Go, and so many more. Head over to honeybadger.io and start your trial today. Thank you, you honey, honey Badger. I, I wanted to come back. Oh, yeah, A Woods. Dude, I wish you were around when I was doing this. At editors at phparch.social would have made a whole hell of a lot more sense than hello. Well, it turns out you can migrate an account. 
I just change? I, I should be able to update the username, right? Like that should be a thing. That or you do the migration you were just talking about. You should be able you know, to have about migrating about ten minutes ago. You should be able to be the same person on multiple domains. Rewind ten minutes. You can listen to that section. No, not just migrate, but literally be the same person. Like it's always the same person. Why? Why would you want to do that? So, all right. So this brings up a good question for you. I, I, professionally, for PHP Architect, we use a service that allows us to post to multiple services at one time. So we queue up you know tweets for whatever magazines, articles, uh, tech, that sort of thing. It's a useful service. None of them supports Mastodon right now. How long do you think it's going to take before that changes? 24 hours. <laughs> That's the uh, influence I thinking, we have. I was thinking within the next six months for sure. But <laughs> So that's interesting because with, with the service, we, with, we've tried a couple of the services. And a couple of years ago, it used to be if you had multiple Twitter handles, you could write a post and post to all the Twitter handles at the same time. And a couple of years ago, Twitter did away with that. They axed it. So I can post to Twitter. I can post to multiple Facebook groups and LinkedIn and all that other stuff. But I can only post to one Twitter account. So if I if I have multiple ha- handles, I basically have to queue up multiple tweets on each handle. Mastodon, and, and they did that for spamming. Right? They didn't. They didn't want these platforms getting spammed by you know fifteen bot handles that all posted about the this new cryptocurrency or and it worked and spam is dead mastodon <laughs> like you said you can have multiple accounts on multiple mastodon instances so i don't know i don't see how they could prevent people from posting to to multiple mastodon instances because they could be completely different like it- uh subject matters I think because it's decentralized, you're not you're not trying to get into an algorithm, right? I'm only seeing the stuff that mm. of people I am following. So if I don't follow your content, I'm not going to see it. And I think yeah. that's that's supposed to be what's making it better, right? It's not Twitter's not forcing ads or other people's content into my feed that I don't care about. But I mean, that's also oh, yeah, that's something else we haven't even touched on yet. There's no ads. yeah, that's there are no ads on Mastodon, which is fantastic. Right. It's fantastic, except well, that now you have to pay for your server, and there's no way you can recoup your your money. That's not true. PHPC Social is recouping mm-hmm. because now it's it's a community thing. So they they opened up. Uh, it's actually on this open the same. Open Foundation, the same place that PHP itself is getting funding. Hmm. They they created an account there, and the community is supporting Ben Ramsey's phpc.social service. Oh, I'm not seeing any of this money. (laughs) (laughs) Shocker! You know, maybe maybe making it a perk to subscribing to the magazine would be enough to encourage somebody to actually subscribe to the magazine 
you know, who knows? Yeah. Then you got to start moderating and stuff and, and like, you know, what do you, what does, what does it cost? $8? We have a whole, whole group of uh, developers working for us. So yeah, that's a thing. I mean, I mean, you have to be willing to take on that responsibility. It's not for everybody for sure. So it's, it's definitely something that you need to consider, you know, whether or not you have the time for and, and you know, anything you're interested in doing it. And to, to be real, I mean, PHPC is probably unique as far as how many people. Are on yeah. There. And I know there's some open source ones that have a ton of people as well, but like, you know, if PHP ugly were, were to start one, we would have the people in discord on there. You know <laughs> no. I mean, it's like, but people I, don't just go create accounts for, for no particular reason. I, I, I would like to hear from Ramsey and hopefully we get to talk to him soon about it about that because i think he mentioned moderation but if we go back to you don't see content that you don't follow does it really matter like what's no other than but you if you were if you were running it as the magazine you wouldn't want people picking inappropriate usernames at phparch.social right no i i agree you know it's I mean, the thing is, is that it, it's it's a good way of doing things, but it's missing a lot of features that I like that Twitter has. So sort of like, why wouldn't I use Twitter as long as it what, still exists? Yeah. What features? Like what, anything specific? Discovery, trending. Um, yeah. You know, the, the thing is, I don't like finding individuals. I like sort of seeing stuff reposted and then going, Oh, that's, that person's interesting or seeing it, following a trend and saying like, Oh, I didn't realize that the protest in China is getting drowned out by porn being flooded by the Chinese government. That's bizarre. True story that happened this week. So like, that's a good, good point. Valid. Yeah. And then, you know, the, like you were saying, you know, if you can keep it running for six months, then maybe it's a thing that you'll want to do. But like, who's going to sign up for Eric's? Maybe it'll be here tomorrow. Maybe it won't service to to act as their social media hub. So it's it's there's a lot of you know, a decentralized works great in theory if you are okay with getting rid of the features of a centralized system. Which I like those features. Open Open Collective is what it was called, John. Oh, open yeah. Foundation. Uh, whoops. Yeah, I, I was going nuts. I'm like, what? What was that called? What was that called? <laughs> also, it's a PHP Foundation on Open Collective. Uh, yeah. My friend and I were watching football this week, and I'm sorry, there was an ad for Meta, formerly Facebook, that was just trying to explain that personalized advertising is what people want and you want it too. Uh, oh, and okay. neither of us could quite understand who thought that this was a good idea for an ad campaign for a social network, <clears throat> which is like, we provide the best ads, like just you custom ads. But 
someone yeah, out there. Just talk about something and we'll know about yeah, it. And we'll start feeding you ads. <laughs> someone out there thought, still so thought, hey, you know, everyone everyone says when they mention mattress, all of a sudden they're getting mattress ads on Facebook. What if that was a feature? <laughs> We're going to tell you it's a feature and you're going to like yeah, it. Yeah, and now I'm going to hear mattress ads for the next two weeks. Exactly. I to buy a house. Facebook starts showing you all these property, you know, these real estate <laughs> postings. So I was like, how do you know I'm trying to buy a house? Okay, we have one more group of people. We need to thank. It's our Patreon. It's a new month. It's a new background. Can't finish humming that song or else we'll get copyright strike. Yeah, don't do that. Thank you to all our Patreons. We and do. If you want to. Be a Patreon supporter. Go to patreon.com forward slash PHPS. You even got the, the Christmassy exactly. colors there. It's so nice. I do. I do. I might change the background as we get close to the holidays. I know that everybody celebrates Christmas. You figure out what all the holidays are and try to get one each week, maybe. I don't know. I don't know, man. Don't forget Festivus. Festivus for the rest yeah, of Yeah, just a, yep. a static image of a stripper pole. <laughs> hey look at that we're 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 contributors to that we're the top contributor john no way we are the top contributor well we're tied for top contributor phpc yeah but no one knows what 19 ft is oh, or or whatever a chris hartjes is <laughs> i know did you see <laughs> yeah. that Chris, Chris got that book money. Like he's got like dollars coming. Doesn't even care enough to put like a profile picture up. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um. Feel like we're running a little long. I have to cover the PHP framework bumping thing. Absolutely. I saw this article and I thought, what the hell are they talking about? How all frameworks can bump to PHP 8.1 and you can keep using older PHP. That doesn't Rector is too good to be true. That doesn't make any sense. So Laravel is going to be using Symphony or Laravel 9 uses Symphony 6, which requires 8.1 as its minimal version. So you can't run PHP 8 and Laravel 9. But the people at Reactor, Rector, 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 boy, if you, damn near if killed you, If you read, if if you read PHP uh, Architect magazine, you would know about Rector. <laughs> Which of course I do. I just thought it was <laughs> Reactor. <laughs> um. So apparently, this tool. Down, can downgrade a framework. So places where it supports features that don't exist yet in the uh, previous PHP version, it will do a kind of a, a refactor or a, 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 what is it called when you have a, a bridge component? Anyways, so it, it creates this .php config that has a downgrade functionality set that downgrades things that your framework uses in the newest version of PHP 
And then it releases it with a tailing version number on your GitHub repo. So if you're releasing a PH, if you're releasing a library 6.0.0, it will create 6.0.0.80 and 6.0.0.81. And Composer will check the version of PHP that you're running and try to find a compatibly backported version of whatever it is you're looking to download. That's pretty cool. The uh, so so I, I know people. I'm sorry, John. Go ahead. I was going to say the the magazine that it was in was called "It's Really an Upgrade." The feature mm-hmm. article was all about Rector and how you can use it to downgrade code. So you can write your code in using the latest syntax, but have it output in versions that other people can use, which is great for frameworks, libraries, packages, where you don't have to always be up to date. Yeah, so the uh, the trick that they've added here in this article is running it as a GitHub action. So whenever you release a new version, it will automatically execute the downgrade and tag it as the downgraded version so that you can still use it. So the cool thing about that is that you, you talked about frameworks, and I'm a little suspicious about this. I think I think they're 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 leaning rector heavy because it's on a domain called gitrector.org. But uh, you, if you're a package maintainer, that would apply. What you just just kind of ex- explain applies for packages as well, right? Yeah. So this this behavior. If you want to create multiple releases of the same product that has downgrades on it, you can write your own scripts to do that kind of behavior as well and just tag them with a trailing tag of the version you want to support. So you could do this for uh, Laravel 10 or Laravel 9 or Laravel 8 and have that backwards compatibility. So yeah, they, they do lean heavily on like frameworks can do this. And I think they're sort of asking framework developers to do this. So I can see pros and cons of it. Like I like it as well. Like I think it's a good idea, but then you're also potentially encouraging people not to upgrade their version of PHP. Yep. I, I feel like some of the libraries I want to use and the fact that they're only available on latest versions of eight, makes me more apt to upgrade than if those things were available in 7.4. Yeah, but I mean, imagine if you have a developer who can't get like off PHP 4, you know, what is it really that bad of a thing to say, okay, we're moving our package forward. The, the, right. You know, the, 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 the level we really want you guys at is eight and that's one we're going to support. But if you're on seven seven one, you know here's a here's a version of it you can use. Right. Well, JavaScript's been doing this for a long time. Um, I think it's is, is it Bower? Um, yeah, Bower was a is a JavaScript thing. I 
hasn't been used in a long time, but I mean, I shouldn't say it hasn't been used by other people. I used to use it and haven't used it in forever. Yeah. Uh, boy, polyfills, transpilers and polyfills and, uh, libraries. I mean, uh, Laravel has polyfills for version stuff in it where it checks for if this function is defined and if not create it and, you know, use it. Um, Mm -hmm. which with the 8.1 requirement, I don't know if you still need any of those polyfills. They could probably get removed at this point, but, uh, you know, there's lots of scripts that exist for JavaScript that does, that creates polyfills for you because we had all these issues with browser support back in the day where, uh, you had to have a page that was written in modern JavaScript, but was compatible with internet Explorer seven. That's, that's a good point. And this is, this is very much the same problem, which is if you're writing a library or a package, you don't want to exclude people running 7.4. Maybe. Maybe you're a jerk and you do. But you That's also want to. But you also want to take advantage of all the the latest and greatest in PHP eight two. Right. So you know that's that's it's really up to the developer if they feel like doing polyfills for stuff like this. But uh, it doesn't seem like a bad idea to me to support older versions. No, no for the most part, it's not. And this is all doable thanks to PHP's abstract syntax tree. I know we've said it like every episode the past few weeks, <laughs> but it is a, it's a huge component and it's like crazy how much I've learned about it just from the magazine. Last couple of months. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a good little, little yeah. what about the, speaking of the magazine, when, when, when can we expect the next release, John? Uh, hopefully in the next week. Next week? Hopefully. That's good. I think it's a reasonable uh, reasonable goal there. We're still waiting on an article. Oh, that's right. We are. It wasn't mine, right? No. Okay. okay. should have just said no. yes. Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, man. You reached out to them yesterday, yeah. and then I, I did it again today, and they said they were working on it. So, all right, we'll kinda, get it out. Get it out. Yeah, we knew it was going to be holidays and everything. People traveling. It was going to be you know, a couple of months. Going to be tough. Yep. But it Dude, is my a- God. actively in layout as we speak. I've been helping a little bit with that. If if you have any history with PHP Architect, as John and I did, even before we took over operations of it. Just about everybody you talked to who did a feature article, you'd ask, so, you know, what what made you think to write for PHP Architect? And it was always the same answer. Well, I submitted a talk to tech, and Oscar, they couldn't accept the talk, so Oscar asked if I didn't want to write an article. I understand now. I understand that, that whole approach, (laughs) man. We have, like, a goldmine of of great – because so many of these talks are so good. I am – it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to try to pick pick and choose. No, it's not. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's going to be so stressful. Saying, you're saying the exact opposite of what I was thinking. It sounds like this is going to be 
searching through 1500 submissions to find the best one to write the article now. Well, yeah. so the, the cool part about the service we're using is the scoring system is interesting. So it's still going to take a lot of work, but at least we'll be able to rank, rank things, uh, rank the submissions. And then from there, figure it out. All right. I think that's a good spot to wrap things up. That's it for episode 313. I'm Eric. I'm John. I'm Tom. Keep it ugly. One, two, one, two, uh, coming off the top, y'all know how we do, listen, I'ma drop a freestyle you can cherish, I'ma send a shout out to the host named Eric, yo, he's never on some average shit, you know, Eric, he stays loud and passionate, I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song, yo, shout the host named Thomas cause he's never wrong, yo, shout to John, you know that he's smart and quiet, unlike my freestyles which cause a riot, I'm about to do it like this cause the people love me, shouts out to people. PHP, the ugly, it's called ugly cause it's not professional, but I'm about to come through and bless it with style, so let's do it when I'm spitting, I perfume the room, yo, the segment of the show is called doom and gloom, that came from Thomas, yeah, can nobody go beyond this, I get the mic and then I'm about to keep it like a promise, yeah, and y'all know we fill them up with anguish, we talking about the PHP, the programming language, about to break it down, no exaggeration, what do y'all do for a living web applications, okay, I I can dig it, my words spray tight, uh, they gettin' together on the Thursday nights, yeah, when it comes to rhyming, you can call me the new dude, I spew true lyrics while y'all broadcast on YouTube, so let's get it, you know my lyrics are major, all up in the comments, they got plenty of haters, but they doing what they doing, keep it ugly, we ending every show with the saying it's lovely, let's go, yeah, come on.